2: Welcome, welcome back to Boss Uncaged Podcast. So today's show is going to be a legendary episode because... Based upon what Forbes says, and obviously, you know, I always do my due diligence and I'm always doing my research or whoever I'm interviewing. And the individual that we're interviewing today, she is ranked at the top 100 most powerful women in the world. In addition to that, she's also ranked number 21 as far as the most self made billionaires in the US. And I, and I want you to understand the magnitude of this individual being that she's ranked in the top 25. That is up there with Oprah, um, Sarah Bakelia Spanks, Rihanna, the musician, and all these other individuals. But unlike them, she is more so on the intellectual side of space, intellectual things that come into fruition that most people would not even know that they exist. So I want her to kind of tell you a little bit more about who she is. We're going to dive into that. I would say besides her being a billionaire, she's a humble individual. She's passionate. She's a team player. She's Her, her, her statement that she made on one particular episode was being fair and, and care. And so without further ado, Wiley, Why don't you tell the audience a little bit more about who you are and what we're going to be talking about today.
0: Uh, Well, thank you for your kind words. Uh, Good morning. Um, My name is Weili Dai. I'm very happy to have a conversation with you. Um, You know, uh, as you know, I uh, am a technology uh, uh, person and graduated from UC Berkeley uh, with a computer science uh, degree. So I am a uh, software at heart by training. Mm-hmm. and Obviously, in the last uh, several decades uh, that uh, I've been involved in high tech all the way from, you know, semiconductor with a company that uh, I co-founded with my husband called Marvel Technology. And uh, started uh, at the kitchen table in 1995. And uh, learning and building and leading uh, and collaborating with the high-tech industry. And together with my husband, he he focused on technology side of semiconductor and I focusing on the business side, the strategy, and uh, uh, working with uh, high-tech industry leaders and customers and partners. And as a result, we've been running uh, for over 20 years uh, from kitchen table to a one of the global leading semiconductor co- companies in the world with many of the leading innovations. Hmm. And in the last five, six years, and uh, we've been driving many of the uh, technology, innovation, not only semiconductor. And I've been driving uh, with the ecosystem and co-founding software companies. And, you know, obviously you see my background as a software engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, so happy to report. Now we have uh, one very innovative ecosystem of our portfolio companies in semiconductor, but also have a few of leading software innovation technology uh, in our portfolio companies. And some of those companies we actually co-founded. So with that, yeah, and uh, as you can see, I'm running 24 seven, or sometime I describe as 48 hours a day, as you can understand.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think you're you're, you're so modest and you're, you're so humble, and and I, I want the the listener to really understand like the magnitude of, of what you're doing. I mean, you're not just a semiconductor company. Your your company is essentially ranked at the top three. Globally, right now, right. And In addition to that, if you have a smart device, if you have a smart TV, if you have any of these different things in your house, which again, nine out of ten people do, more than likely that conductor inside of that, that chip inside of that device came from your company. Is that not correct?
0: Yeah, that's a, a Marvel technology company. My husband and I co-founded, um, and then since uh, twenty seventeen, and we actually. Uh, being moving forward with a number of startup companies, some we co-founded, some are the entrepreneurs that uh, are very talented that we're helping them. So I envision, and a few of those companies someday will be one of the marvel in the future. So I'm very proud.
2: Hmm. So I mean, I, I, you brought up your, your business partner and your husband, and obviously, you know, we have listeners that you know everyone essentially wants to build a company and build a family as well. But I think your story is a unique story. I mean, you met your husband at school. And so I want you to kind of tell that story. Like, you know, like, how did you guys meet in Elevator? What was the conversation that you had to kind of get you to where you are today?
0: Oh, that's, well, good thing that I have a good memory. (laughs) And uh, so we have an engineering hall called Corey Hall, and which as you can see, this is very meaningful where, you know, software and hardware engineers, uh, I call, use the term geeks. You know, they study there. They, <laughs> um, Whether or not it's a circuit design or um, computer science programming, um, well, just happened to be, you know, as you see, a lot of times people say it's a fate, right? You meet people and just the world is big, but the world is small. And sometimes you happen to be the really, Meet a person, then end up we do a lot of stuff together. In our case, not only we partnered together from business point of view, but more importantly, we build a family together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it was a, it just I happened to run into elevator going to the uh, the lab, and then you know that's how we met. And then obviously, it's the same uh, building, and then we since then and uh, study together. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, um, how many years? I won't. It's in. It was the mid '80s. I think mm-hmm. it was '80 when we met. It was uh, late '83, wow. and it's been um, a yeah, long time. But seems like yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But what's 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 beautiful about this is I often tell the story. Um, the uh, at Berkeley there's this Greek theater. Uh, it's where they graduate. A lot of uh, you know, you know, all the engineering uh, graduate, undergraduate, graduate students, and uh, I was uh, very honored to be invited uh, to give a commencement speech. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, I believe, it was 2012, and uh, that was a year. Yeah, so I, it, you know, when I got on the stage, and it also happened to be a Mother's Day. Uh, I was uh, very moved because all the sort of like the memory, you know, naturally for me to speak to the students and uh, to tell them the passion for education and it's very hopeful technology and all of those. Because I personally experienced through my family experience mm-hmm. because I told them the story, you know, 1988. And when my husband walked the stage uh, to receive uh, his PhD degree, Uh and my first son, Christopher Sutarja was only one month old in my arm and attending uh, this very important graduation. Uh And then after that, 2010, many years later, well, my little baby, one month old baby, Christopher, then walked the stage to receive his electrical engineering degree uh at UC Berkeley wow and and then you know he continued with his uh, graduate study you know of course my son Christopher um graduated from UC Berkeley in electrical engineering with a PhD degree wow and then he continued a uh, postdoc um uh, uh, PhD postdoc at Stanford and doing very deep technology research in uh, imaging. Um, his, his mission is in the future to invent technology imaging devices like the size of the phone in our hand. So which is extremely, I'm very proud of him and I'm very hopeful. I think he'll, he'll have a, a lot of breakthrough. So I'm very proud. And then, the, you know, at the commencement uh, uh, on the stage, when I was talking to uh, the graduation students, and 2012, and then I told them today, especially moving for me, and I'm so touched because among the graduations uh, class, well, my second son Nicholas Sutajet was among the graduation for the for his electrical engineering degree in computers. I Electrical engineering and computer science at UC Berkeley. So it was a uh, very uh, special event. You know, I share a lot of uh, technology vision, but more importantly, I let the students know that encourage them the world needs a lot of talented s- students and inventors, innovators to contribute in this high tech industry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But more importantly, well we students all need to be very thankful to their parents hmm. and the teachers teachers to me is the uh, like a third parent in my opinion right we spend you know a lot of time with the stu- uh, teachers and they educate us so i want to send you know these type of uh, sharing these kind of thoughts with them and i believe it was well received and it was happened to be a mother's day so you know i'm it was many mothers in the audience as well, so so it was a great event, and this is the event as I you know remember so clearly, and very happy that I was invited. And sometimes you know I tell people you know when you learn something and you see something great, and you got to share with people, and that's how we learn each other and mm-hmm. to drive uh, this uh, very innovative world and uh, share experience to succeed together. It's
2: all about teamwork. I think, I think it's a beautiful statement that, that you made. And I think it kind of goes hand in hand with uh, another interview that you had in 2013. And it was something that resonated with me. And you said that your success is our success. And that stemmed from your upbringing. Again, you grew up in Shanghai, China in, in the 70s. So let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Like, What was your upbringing like considering that Shanghai is a metropolis now, but back in 1979 it was 99 difference in comparison to where it is today?
0: Yeah, you know, um, it's very interesting. You know, um, Shanghai happened to be, uh, if you look at the strategic location, the seaport, right, and it attracts a lot of a global merchant, you know, business uh, uh, people around the world. So <laughs> my memory from the uh, childhood was that you know my family live in the uh, we call the French uh, district where. You know the houses and the buildings, and it was a, a, a sort of like that we call old days. Maybe uh, controlled by the French uh, coming to uh, in Shanghai, and it is the the British, you know, uh, district. There's the uh, German, you know, uh, Germany, and uh, there's just uh, many. It's Shanghai. Is I look at it, it's sort of like a, a small world, a sample of uh, people. Coming to this uh, strategic location, and uh, it's a seaport, right? So then it is a little bit different or unique from the rest of China, I would say. It's by itself, it's almost like its own little small world. So, which means my impression and growing up is more the Western world type of environment versus uh, uh, as part of the bigger China. But me, since my interest uh, was in uh, basketball, so I I spent like a half day. Oh my god, time tirelessly play basketball. You know, very competitive. You know, and half day every day from age nine through fourteen. And by the way, I I can still spin the basketball with one finger. (laughs) Last. at Mother's Day, we were at our son's house, and the backyard has a half court of uh, basketball mm-hmm. court, and they were doing barbecue, and uh, they they challenged me with some basketball. You know, of course, many years I haven't touched basketball uh, since you know uh, probably ten years ago. But then I said, you know, no problem, I'll take your challenge. So I. Uh, start dribbling and Hmm. Michael Jordan layups, you know, and it was interesting. Everybody was shocking because my, especially my daughter-in-law, my son, you know, both sons are married and they were, there was first time they saw me playing basketball. They said, wow, mother, it was amazing. You really, you play still like I remember all this. I said, well, anything you learn when you're little, you, you don't forget, right? I mean, the, when I dribble the ball, it's like a glue on my hand. And I think the reason I was able to perform this basketball uh, also because of passion. I always tell people, when you're passionate doing something, and when you chew, truly have the skill since little where you developed, well, things just come out <laughs> naturally. So. That was, uh, that was uh, extremely uh, exciting. Now, I think the childhood, I, uh, often I have friends and family always ask me, oh, how do you, your, your sons are just outstanding. They are so humble, they're smart, they're successful. How, please tell us about, you know, tell, you know some, give us some recipe. And I told them one sentence, upbringing. <laughs> Because I look at the people ask me, who's your mentor? And I say, my mentor is my mother, parents, more the mother. Because at the end of the day, it's the environment you grow up. At the end of the day, the value, the principle, the integrity, and being a good person, good heart, and all this well behavior are the key. And how do you learn this? Well, when you were a baby, nobody knew anything, but the environment you grew up, how the parents taught you, mm-hmm. how the parents uh, set up so called the environment, or more importantly, I use the term lead by example, right? And so, what do I do every day? What I learned from my, especially from my mother, forwards, I always tell people. Fair and care. Giving and forgiving.
1: Huh.
0: It's very simple words, right? Even English is second language for me. <laughs> it's easy to learn. But breathing every day and understand, truly understand and practice and, you know, walk the talk with those four words. That's huh. a upbringing since little. So I'm very thankful to my parents of the great upbringing and that was exactly me and my husband what we do is lead by example right and encouragement from parents are the key because my parents always think of their children i have two older brothers i'm the uh, youngest of three uh, the only girl Uh, i can get away with anything but in a positive way (laughs) I, i usually tell people i say you know i got spoiled but very positive way of sport, meaning encouragement. I look at it, the, they spoil me and they care about me, but it's sort of like encouragement, positive. Because think about it, you hear the term of people's called lifting, right? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? It means that you have a positive energy surrounded you, around you, and you can accomplish more, right? And be more successful. So Parents, um, I, I, one of the story I often tell people, you know, one day I, my parents are with friends, and I heard my mom was saying to the friends, say, "Oh, my daughter is very smart. She knows how to play basketball." Now, think about how much impact to a little girl like me, mm-hmm. and hearing that parents are believing me, encouraging and telling friends that I'm smart because I know how to play basketball. (laughs) So that's pretty cool, right? And So in other words, the way I grew up, education, parents never push in terms of say, oh, you must do X, Y, Z. They always, the way they say, you could do it, and you're smart, and you're a hard worker, and we know you're going to be successful, and we're fully behind to support you to be successful. Wow. And education, parents, my parents were very, very much into support children, make sure we get great educate, education. And we moved to U.S. 1979. And one of the key reasons besides reunited with the family was to send children to U.S. and for better education. And that was a focus, right? And also, if you look at the uh, uh, when I said teamwork, well, you know, when we came to US, language, especially for parents, language is a you know bigger barrier for us. Even for me and for my uh, you know brothers, also wasn't easy, right? But the positive attitude, sort of like a keep me going, you know. So I remember I used to. Uh, get like a Sony Walkman, and you get sort of like a carry with a English and Chinese dictionary, <laughs> and then listen to all these uh, lessons and stuff like that. So you know, it's it, hard work, positive attitude, believing you se- yourself, and that's how I not only uh, one year uh, graduate uh, from high school and then got accepted to uh, UC Berkeley. I was I was told by my I uh, advisor that uh, Lincoln High School, San Francisco. I was the first one of the four hundred hmm. uh, uh, class uh, of the graduate and got acceptance from UC Berkeley. Wow. So you know the, these kind. I I always tell people be hopeful. If you're more hopeful, you will accomplish more, right? And it, anything you do in your life is always a challenge, you know, as we experienced. But it's how you deal with it what's your attitude right and thinking big big picture and the giving forgiving towards becoming so important right so that's how we su- survive and not only survive and thrive I sometimes I use the term you know right it's not that the world is not uh, uh, it's it's uh, anytime in through your life there's always challenges so you just have to you know. Breathing those four words and continue to believe in yourself and contribute to this world. And credibility is is the key, right? There's, you know, people can say whatever, but at the end of the day, is you are the person that with a track record, what, what real world of people believe in you, and that's what it comes you see,
2: right? Uh, I mean, it's awesome that the fact that uh, I can hear like your passion and everything that you're saying today. And I, I want the listener to kind of really listen to one being that who you are and how humble you are and what you're delivering and you're giving so much value on this particular episode. I think one of the things that I wanted to unpack on is like your, your competitive side. Right. I mean, obviously, you weren't just a basketball player. You played semi pro basketball and you really prided yourself a lot in having the Michael Jordan layup. So I want to talk about like how much did basketball play into your success? Today? Today.
0: oh a uh, big way because basketball first of all taught me how to be a team player i learned right? two and basketball taught me and to be competitive to win but play the sports in the beautiful way now that's the value that upbringing from my parents so i i still remember you know when i was playing basketball not only I kind of like I make sure that I, I don't injure other people, even though you try to win, but you play in a safe way and also a, a, a beautiful way, but use real skill to win the game. At the same time, also protect myself and make sure no injury because my mother uh, was so caring and she was worried that I play basketball, might get injured. She One time she was like a, well, is there anything else you like to do? Maybe perhaps <laughs> basketball might be a little rough to you for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I say, Mother, uh, basket, I'm so passionate, it's so much fun, and that's what I like to do. But I will be very careful mm-hmm. because my mother is so caring, and I will care about my m- mom, so you know, maybe too worried. So I protect myself, but at the same time, I'm thinking about other team members and opposite team members and their parents must be worried about their children get injured. So therefore I said, you know what? It's a fun game. It's a competitive team sports, but let's play in a beautiful way. So, so there, it was a, a great learning. And third piece, I think because I do a lot of exercise. So, you know, that's why today 48 hours a day seems still okay. Like a, Last time I was working until 1 a.m. in the morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> and working with Asia. And then they were like, oh, maybe it's time for you to sleep now. I was like, oh, okay, very soon, you know? You see, so what I'm saying is when you're passionate, but you also need to have a good energy, right? So that's where
2: I think basketball builds a good foundation for me as well. Wow. So, I mean, this, 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 spin off of that. So you're talking about Bob Basketball and, and that kind of led you into getting your degree and you built this huge semiconductor company. And I would like you to kind of explain the, the pizza dough analogy that you've used before on other interviews. I kind of think that kind of really solidifies what the semiconductor is and how you're utilizing it from your platform. Sure.
0: Yeah. You know, um, it's kind of interesting. I'm a, I'm very, geeky as you can see you know all the geek, geekiness was coming out <laughs> out of my hair sometimes I said you know but I also kind of person where I think maybe that's part of the reason I, I explain to people I say you know, girls in tech girls and boys they just have a different you know uh, uh, in, you know sort of like talents but if you combine male and female to drive the innovation it's going to be a lot more productive because, for example, girls, when they, they're, you know, geeky like me, you know, a, a technology person, but at the same time, I do things related to the real life because just happen to be girls naturally, they're the mother, right? They're the daughter, and they're more uh, related to the daily, the home. I, like I love cooking, for example. Right, so, so a lot of stuff, sort of like the glue of the family, I look at the girl, so a lot of stuff they do is related very much day day to day the kitchen and stuff like that, so therefore, when we develop technology, we kind of like a very first priority, zoom into how do you impact practical your what life needs daily life needs right so therefore. Um, also, for explain the technology, I also understand not everybody, you know, like a geeky like a me or my husband. So you kind of have to explain to people the value add of technology or how the technology put together and use the real life example. I figure what well, pizza is a very popular food and people all understand. And that's kind of like a very easy for me to describe for people to catch it to understand, oh, that's what you guys do, right? So I said, well though is think about the it's like the semiconductor solution, right? The top the the cheese and tomato sauce are the, the giant ecosystem of, you know, whether or not it's the iOS, the the window of the world, the Google, Android, and then you have toppings, all different applications, but together you build a solution. And deep dish could be today we describe as data center server, the big system, thin crust, client devices like the phone, like the XR, you know, anything you can imagine. So that's sort of uh, uh, the uh, like uh, what I uh, like to empower and understand. The, Every day, the normal people, you pull people off the street, they can understand technology. The more they understand, the more value they see, and not only they will use the technology to enhance, improve their life style, but also by having such a technology, so-called I call the religion, that the spread as wide as possible. Hopefully, I can naturally recruit more female. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, uh, engineers and to be participating, right? Because uh, people talk about stamp and this, it's always very challenging, you know, to have uh, more female participation just because, you know, it's a little, you know, geeky, it's a boring, but now today I see more and more, especially in software because technology is no longer just as nerdy as just black boxes. Mm -hmm. It's becoming fashionable and more interesting, and all of those.
2: Yeah. Well, I think it goes back to what you said earlier, I man, leading by example. So, if you're communicating and talking to females and you want to lead them, I'm, you're the pinnacle of that. I mean, obviously, you're being mm-hmm. ranked in Forbes as being the 21st of the, the top earning females in America, right? So I mean that that kind of puts a stamp on approval for someone to not only listen to you but to follow your steps and to heed what you're saying. And again, you're you're such a humble person and you're delivering all this value. I would think that you're definitely helping people on that journey to get to that next point. So with my next question is I know you de- you you kind of described yourself as geeky, but if you can choose 3 to 5 other words outside of geeky to define you, what would those 3 to 5 words be?
0: Oh, I positive and fashionable, like efficient, straightforward, result driven. Hmm. And it's number one point actually is result driven hmm. and walk the talk.
2: Yes, yeah, I think you definitely do all of those very, very well. So obviously, like when you get to the level of to where your company is, right, I mean, you're top three globally. And obviously, you started up many other founding companies, you've purchased other companies as well. Like, there's going to be hurdles and issues on that journey. So without naming names of corporations, like what is the, probably the biggest hurdle on your journey that you've dealt with in business to date?
0: Well, you know, I think when company grow big, right, to a certain stage, is a more complicated right and you probably hear, heard the ter- uh, term of uh, corporate ballroom politics right and these kind of thing uh if what you know one of the biggest mistake entrepreneurs made was that they are so focusing on what they are driving uh for a personal experience for example mm-hmm. between me and my husband it's sort of like a teamwork Innovation, you know, this I'm talking about semiconductor software. I'm also involving uh, technology, but let's use semiconductor uh, type of company as an example. So my husband, hardware by training, me, software, right? And but for semiconductor company, we are more, I'm focusing on the business side, the strategy, uh, partnership. And uh, the moment the technology coming out of the, husband leading the group and I make impact to my partners and customer make a product and leading the innovation and technology industry. And but you know, why you're so focused already forty hours a day. So all these some of the I call the black dark spot you might not not able to see. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not careful, you probably heard the term that people say, Oh, the board have the voting power. So one day you go, da da, you know, impacted. It. And the sad piece about these things happen to entrepreneurs in general. Not only I'm talking about my personal experiences. You you like it, you know you run the company from you know start of kitchen table. You build a company. You build a technology good for five ten years minimum, and you have this dream, and just one day could be a tsunami hit. Mm-hmm. and then just took away from you right yeah. so mm, that is that was the uh, you know a uh, very challenging uh, experience but the good news is the foundation of upbringing by my parents mm-hmm. the four words that i breathe every day that helped me you know big time to overcome mm-hmm. right I, so this is a learning experience and a real life learning experience. But our passion we we haven't changed. My husband and I haven't changed. We are our passion still. How do we contribute? How do we invent the next technology? How do we drive the leadership continue? In fact, today the ecosystem we have built a couple dozen companies, you see, and we are passing on. And not only leading and passing on our or sharing experience and with all these entrepreneurs, like me and my husband, 1995, at the kitchen table with all the dream and passion. How do we help them? How do we protect them? How do we... uh, uh, Reminding them of these dark spots, you see, right? Because we don't want to happen to any of those companies again. And it, it, it just... You know, uh, this is something, um, you know, we add a huge value. So with uh, the ecosystem, three things and we're helping. You know, some companies we co-founded and some b- basically with our portfolio company, meaning we help uh, funding them. Three things. One is the technology help and support that we help the, the, uh, these companies. Two. Global access of our credibility, our track record. I mean, I have. I'm very thankful to our customers and partners globally. I haven't bumped into even one of them that used to do business with me in the past, and and and, and now excited about. Wow, we didn't have So happy you guys are driving this. This is amazing, and we love to work with you. And you made us successful in the past. Let's do it again. You know, these kind of things, I think it's very dear to my heart. And because it's not about business, hmm. it's it's the recognition, right? And it's the passion that people do bus- want to do business with us. It's the recognition they see that the we actually add value and believe in us and our skill, our track record, right? So this is really a, a very key motivation and encouragement for us. Mm-hmm. So as a result, I, I'm happy to say that uh, my ecosystem for semiconductor, let me first talk about the semiconductor portion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And with over a dozen semiconductor companies, some my husband and I co-founded, uh, some portfolio company we, we help. So three pillars. One is technology, our experience, our leadership, our track record. The other one is global access, customer base, connections globally. Third piece, humbly, with our first successful, with the uh, Marvell. And uh, we humbly could support entrepreneurs, in, including funding our own companies with the financial resources. So these are the three, but let me, let me tell you the result, right? I'm I'm all about result. What are the people are saying about this in the last several years of us driving this and people see us, uh, our ecosystem together with a capability and it is really leading the semiconductor solution
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the world, right? Globally. Now, Today, also, you probably heard a term. People say semiconductor is chiplet. So before, it's a big chip with a solution. Today is like a Lego block approach. Well, twenty fifteen, my husband gave a talk at the most prestigious semiconductor uh, the, the conference. It's called ISCC, and he introduced this concept of multi modular chips. Chiplet, chipset, meaning you have a little, it's think about e- easy way of thinking about it is Lego. So today in the industry, people use a name called Chiplet. So essentially you have a technology, perhaps you have a CPU and you have maybe CPU, GPU, and then you have peripherals, other chips together to, you know, make it the total solution. It's sort of like a think about it to bake the dough, right? But you have a, all the pieces more flexible and now with this new wave of uh, the semiconductor uh, approach and uh, the train and in my ecosystem in our ecosystem and every single of the technology and ingredients to make that happen to address the next generation advanced semiconductor solution is all together in my ecosystem
1: hmm.
0: and we're adding value right so this is a very exciting you know it's not about business it's going to be successful and for all these individual companies <clears throat> and these entrepreneurs half of them I used to work for me hmm. you know? and that's very exciting because it's sort of like uh, you know or uh, how do i Kids graduate from uh, college, they go to college, but they never really leave home. They come come back, right? So, um, so a lot of very talented entrepreneurs. And some are the other half are entrepreneurs that I get calls every week, right? People like us, our involvement, you know, not just investment. Anything we can advise them, any experience we can share, you know, and since I only have 48 hours a day, so does my husband. So we're very selective. We've been bringing portfolio companies that's very much relevant to the mission and vision and advanced next generation semiconductor solution that we're driving. So so as a result, I think we have a very good foundation and good ecosystem. And stay tuned, you know, uh, hopefully two, three years you know, a couple of years, you will see that uh, when these products go into production and leading the world with the best technology and leading technology, I hope you will be proud. I am definitely will be proud. So uh, speaking of track record, walk the talk. So we maybe have another of those settings a few years from now and, uh, you know, to do a report card checking. Right. So, <laughs> uh uh-huh.
2: I, 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 I love like, I love the fact that both you and your husband are equally yoked in that company. So it leads me to, to a question because I mean, obviously, every time you say something, you keep saying we, and then you refer to your husband as being hardware and you being software and anyone that knows anything about systems and computers, these are one half of, of one big whole, right? So my next question is, you guys as a partner, do you ever hit any hurdles? Because it seems like you're so synergistic with everything that you're doing. Have you guys had any conflict that you had to overcome?
0: Oh, well, you know, just like uh, anything you do as a team, right? And one thing great about uh, uh, the capability that we have, and it's excellent, too is what maybe more than one is a trust, right? Mm-hmm. I always tell people, you work with people, trust is a key. If you, at any point, if you find there can be trust, you know, like a coworkers, then It's better to not work together. Mm -hmm. So my husband and I, I think the secret recipe of our success is the trust, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? And that's why not only we work together, people say, oh, husband and wife, you know, 24-7. You know, we're 24-7 together, right? Business trip, mini business trip also, going to the same meeting, okay, hop on the plane together, right? So trust is key. Now, having said that, just like any business decisions, a so work and project, what to do, what to not to do, oh yeah, it, it's not possible to everything you see exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But back to the first word, trust, if you have the trust, if you're focusing on what's best for the company, even though at the beginning you might see differently, at the end, it's not about you or me making decisions, it's about us. Do the right thing for the company hmm. you see it may it's simple to say, but I say you know what a lot of my secret recipe is common sense people say oh hmm. seems but a lot of time for you to say so simple and you say common sense but to us sometimes might not be that common I say oh well, trust me you you just have to keep believing in yourself right you keep simplify things I use the word you know Keep it simple and smart. You know, call kiss You know, people used to first time people taught me about this thing. kiss they call keep it simple and stupid. I say, wait, 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 hold on, wait a minute, time out. I'm a positive person. That's politically incorrect. Can I modify the last word? Make it the stupid becomes smart. Right? Oh, they say, oh, that's great. That works. I say, okay, there we go. So, so what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, we human, right? It's about how you communicate. Communication is important. Also the attitude, also the belief. But with all of those, without trust, none of this is gonna be long lasting.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. Right? This so so that's the key, you know, dedication and happen to be my husband and I both are work colleagues. And work as a a passion, you see. I taught people, you know, if you're doing things with love and with you're passionate about this, well, long hours is enjoyable, right? Hmm. And, and I want to also mention, not only, you know, I talk about the, uh, the my, my, my two sons, which we love them dearly, and they are just so dedicated. And also, they are very accomplished on their own. And they are sort of like so disciplined. And even though we never really discipline them and push them and they just self-motivated i think part of the reason is because they ride in the back seat with us and they just see how we work and we took them to office right we started company christopher was six nicholas was four you know they uh, i give them an office whiteboard they were drawing dinosaurs ninja turtles you know all of this, so it's kind of like uh, since little they they're very disciplined of themselves, so you know you look at I look at what they're doing right now. Christopher is doing deep research at Stanford and inventing I truly believe someday we'll see you know medical breakthrough si- cell phone size affordable devices and to save lives, Dr office can have that detect disease, disease, diseases and all of those, and I'm very hopeful. Proud of him. My second son is CEO of his own company. He is a, a, a company called Angel Devices, and he is CEO and founded a company, and he's driving uh, CMOS PA and RF technology. You know, see, uh, today, no CMOS, people say not possible. But to my son, absolutely, is, you know, Uh, hopeful. He said, mommy, they still call me mommy. That's what keep me going every day, you know. (laughs) I'm the mommy, and my husband, they call daddy, so we're extremely happy. So, you know, my my son, my Nicholas told me, mommy, I'm going to make it happen, because even though it's challenging technology, but I'm going to have a breakthrough, not only have a product, he's building CMOS, PA, and NNA, these are all you know the cmos technology that that's for you know what, what do you call it? it's the very important for future jet, future of 5g wireless and all of those. right so so i what i'm what i want to see is the children you know be motivated and driven by the son themselves right so he's a part of our ecosystem also and he's managing People are a lot older than him. For example, those VPs, but they appreciate him. They say, "Wow, this young CEO, uh, not only technically a PhD and competent, knowledgeable, but also very good communicators. He take care of people. He showed the leadership, and himself dedicated." Right? So I'm I'm extremely proud, of it, very proud. And then. If you don't mind, I'm going to talk a little bit about the software ecosystem. And that's, you know, I'm a software geek. And uh, one of my uh, friends, um, you know, uh, asked me to help uh, her son, my best friend. And her son is extremely talented and software developer. Started programming when he was six years old. Sort of like remind me of my husband's situation when my husband born in Indonesia and he was uh, uh, 12 years old. That was when he started learning electronics on his own. And by age 13, he received the radio repairman certificate. Hmm. And by the way, I carry in my purse. So <laughs> people say, oh, my God, you carry this? Yeah. Because, so because I said I'm proud of him. And then I say, you know, I joke about this. I say I go to visit customers early days of Marvell. And when customer asked me, Will you be able to deliver the product on time? And then I dig into my purse and show the radio repayment. I say, well, (laughs) I have this guy, my husband, that he studied electronics when he was 12 and 13 years old. I'm confident he will be able to deliver, right? So, you know, people laugh about this. And then, you know, we we deliver the best technology. So software side, I I co-founded a company. I'm a chairwoman of Nikai, co-founder. And my co-founder, James Copeland, is CEO. He's extremely talented. We started a company about four years ago. Oh. And he, you know, his mom said to my son, you know, uh, you know, need some support. And are you interested in helping him? I said, absolutely. And the mother is one of the uh, Harvard, you know, uh, uh, lawyer, uh, graduate, and was a, Professor Harvard, very talented, uh, by her, but she said, I'm not a technology person. Can you? So so as a result, I mean, look at what happened. Uh, first time when I told James, James said, you know, thinking about what to build, I said one word, mini-me. Oh, mini-me. I said, AI technology. Yeah. How do you develop AI technology, right? to AI can never, in my opinion, never replace 100% of our human, each of us, because we have personality nanosecond, we might shift to a different mood, but 99.999 of efficiency technology can get there. I'm very hopeful, right? So I said, develop AI technology to impact the life for better, more efficient so what we did that was our core technology first year develop ip and technology this is for conversation voice conversational ai and global search hmm. today i believe our technology is neck to neck with the most advanced in that field technology company called google so even though we're a startup company, private, but we are right on to this. Now we have a mobile user globally um, about almost forty million now. I'm very excited, and it's a conversational search. You know, uh, for uh, all restaurants, you name it. It's a, it's a core technology. First technology was core, and now this year, starting this year, we are. Studying the second product line and apply this technology to impact the metaverse where people, everybody's talking about metaverse. We Mikai, I call it a Mika metaverse. Mm-hmm. My vision of metaverse when I first talk to people, including my own people, people say, Oh, they try to understand. I, they say, Really? Well, let me explain to you. My opinion. On my vision of what Metaverse is, it's called mapping the real world. Let's say, take a snapshot today, right? What's mm-hmm. the day today? Let's say August 23rd. If you take a snapshot where we are today, August 23rd, all the experience, everything we can see and what's exists in the world, right? And then you're mapping this real to a virtual world, Leveraging AI technology, continue to advance, right? The experience, the knowledge, but because you use AI, and guess what? It can go so much faster. Because use travel as an example. How many, how many uh, places, lifetime you and I can reach? Think about this. Limited, right? And certain places, corners you might not even we might never know discovered. But if we map the real world to the virtual world, all of a sudden, with the advanced search engine, the advanced AI technology, now you can reach the unreachable. You can touch the untouchable because we can discover things. And let's say I want to uh, find a place in the world to go buy a ticket to go there to physical of me. I can leveraging my Mikai metaverse and le- leveraging AI to search around the world. And then I can view it to see, ah, I have a one, two, three, four, five criterias for a place of requirement at the, my destination. Hmm. So then it'll virtually let me view the places, right? I, my physical me is not there, but the virtual me is looking around and to see it. Then I say, ah, great. Lake Como, Italy. That's the place I like to go. Then physical me to buy ticket. What it means is then all of a sudden you can reach many places around the world because you leveraging the Mika metaverse, the AI technology, and search around the world. And then you mapping back, bring the feedback to me as a physical me to know, ah, that's the knowledge and that's the place I previewed. Lake Como is where I want to go. Now, all of a sudden, lifetime, I can reach any top priority, desire, desirable places and favorable places in the world for me. Now, I just use the example as travel, but can you imagine to do with the knowledge, research, medical research, mm-hmm. right? And any experiences. Retail, entertainment, and we're working with entertainment, we're working with sports. Can you imagine NBAs on my metaverse, whether or not they are viewing their stadium and games and what about advertisement or their shops selling selling their jerseys? I mean, it is just I can go and go with my passion unlimited. But The vision is very important. Mm -hmm. So actually, me and James, we're patenting all these ideas. We have a lot of ideas are patented with this vision. But start with this vision of mapping, in my opinion. Metaverse is not about silo. It's not like a so-and-so say, oh, I'm building this metaverse and and for this particular game, for this, and please buy the land in my metaverse. the reason I, my thinking is very different is because all this time when I, I'm thinking about developing technology, I always thinking about how useful, mm-hmm. what is the value add, how impactful to our lifestyle of each of us every day, right? And that's why it's a, another common sense vision. Right? I say, okay, Mikhail Metaverse is going to leverage all the advanced technology, but it's going to be the use case is going to be mapping real world to this virtual space called Mika Metaverse, and leveraging my world-leading software AI technology, and then making an impact. And then all of a sudden, you and I, our we live one one hundred years old. We are pretty happy, right? If we can reach one hundred, but now all of a sudden the efficiency of life or life is gonna be, could be thousands years. Depends on how fast the AI technology moves, how fast the efficiency we're leveraging. You see, Hmm. because you you look at the AI virtual space and you mapping back to apply for the real world. Hmm. Is it a little geeky maybe?
2: No, (laughs) no, I think I think it is a solid premonition i mean obviously to have like that that foresight insight to kind of go down the road like my next question and i'll pay devil's advocate here right obviously with your intellectual level you can comprehend it you can see it and you're making it into a reality but being realistic with the global population how long is going to take that population to adapt and be able to utilize that platform do you think
0: great questions oh i am really enjoying our conversation because you see through everything and you ask all the critical key point questions this is why when we make it whatever, I talk about my vision and this is the metaverse, we make it instantly accessible globally. What do I mean by that? It's not the certain devices we are running on the browser. Okay, so which means any, it's not just the goggle, the VR that can go and see the metaverse. Mm-hmm. We are completely make it Earth is flat. Anybody can access whether or not country is advancing technology or country is a little behind, whether or not it's the affordable, uh, the people can afford to buy expensive devices or the people in most, many areas are less fortunate like the many of us in the U.S. My passion for technology is all about empowering people mm-hmm. rich poor uh, advanced or uh, not advanced regions so browser you all of a sudden your phone tablets computer so today a lot of less fortunate regions around the world not as rich regions and people have access to these devices as a lot as run the browser, so which browser is a mainstream. So now if you look at Mikai metaverse, our metaverse is welcome so many populations around the world. Hmm. Also, my AI technology conversation can deal with multi-language. So today we support already over 15, 16 foreign languages. Hmm. See. That's another beauty. So this is Based on what my customer and partner, the feedback, not just ourselves, they believe we are a couple of years leading the metaverse wave. Our technology is leading. Because first of all, our vision, our concept is practical. Our platform is global. Uh-huh. And our technology is leading. Because remember, first one, I talk about core technology in close to 40 million global users, but that technology, advanced technology, now apply to the metaverse, and then we raise the bar. So it is, again, you know, stay tuned. Today I give you a report, and this is what we hear, what we believe, and what we see. Mm -hmm. And uh, a couple years from now, a few years from now, when you and I chat, and I will give you the report from the semiconductor side of innovation leading the pack, as well as the software AI, the uh, metaverse side. So hopefully you, you know, uh, we will we'll chat again. And in fact, our Mikai, if you get onto my website, uh, mekai M-E-E-T-K-A-I, and we actually staged our uh, vision and Mika Metaverse of an example of Manhattan and was at Times Square. We displayed from July 11th through August 11th. Mm -hmm. And it was very well received. As a result, we have a number of industry and contact us. They like to be part of the Mika Metaverse. What we're doing is we have a technology and we welcome. All different industry to come to Mika Metaverse, leveraging our AI technology to create their own dream, mm. build their own kingdoms. Because to build the world quickly to be very impactful, and we re- require a teamwork. And I'm all about teamwork.
2: I think I think what you said is is so phenomenal. And and uh, and for the for the for the listeners, I, I'm going to kind of like like break this down to a little bit back in I think it was 2015, 2014, you did this. Um, I think it was at a convention and you had this, this conversation, your keywords at that convention were optimization for global globalization. And the reality is like, that was almost 10 years ago, but you had the insight to build the puzzle piece, the build all these different puzzle pieces. And you're also orchestrating all these different, not to say avatars, but other corporations, like you're saying, one's hardware, one's software to Really build this out, and now you have the metaverse that brings both the optimization and globalization together in one device. Which is it's crazy, it's 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 crazy that, that that's now that's not tomorrow, that you're doing that now, exactly. And,
0: and yeah, and, and thank you for bringing me up and recognizing the importance of software and hardware collaboration, right? And yeah. and the, on the hardware side, you know, when you deal with the XR devices, when yeah. you deal with the a huge data center i use analogy of breathing data right everything yeah. we're breathing data so which means the affordability and performance and cost of memory technology is so important so for example my husband and i co-founded a company called flc technology group
1: yeah.
0: flc stands for final level cash so essentially to keep it very simple it's a virtualize the main memory right mm-hmm. and this is for performance for low power for cost so as a result a couple of years from now you will see all oh, this is impacting the real world because why i'm building the metaverse ai technology software having the memory technology from flc te- technology group or the company we co- co-founded in the semiconductor ecosystem is directly making contribution and impact for the software, the end solution. Hmm. And this is why between, you think about Mekai software and FLC technology group, the hardware, and we're in parallel, right? That's a beauty. Developing and building the technology and getting ready. So when we deliver and we thinking through from end to end, truly end to end, Mm-hmm. And also, like you said, we building technology is how to address globally. How do we impact the global lifestyle for better life? Many years ago, I uh, used a term, you know, uh, f- smart furnishing. I call it right <laughs> because you know it's everything we build today. The technology is not just no longer black boxes. This is how I encourage it. female engineer when I try to bring them, you know, to my companies and this I, I encourage them. And based on my experience, you know, female have a, a another angle of making the technology more fashionable, right? Because naturally we, we're just, you know, little bit, just the natural female, we're a little different, you know, guys, t-shirt, tennis shoe, shorts, looks perfectly great. And like your handsome hat, great looks wonderful right for girls well maybe we like to have a little you know I love hoodies but maybe I say okay I want to have a little bit maybe the fashion hoodies and little patterns and this you know kind of go with my hairstyle and you know so at least we kind of like a, wake up in the morning think a few seconds and then at least say oh what to put on you know right mm-hmm. so yeah, stuff like that yeah
2: Well, I think I think it's definitely fascinating. I mean, obviously, in today's world, and and today's market, we have a couple of those items, right? We have like the smart watches, we have smart glasses, but you're talking to the next level to where essentially you're having like integrated hoodies to where you could talk to it or use a device to change the color of the hoodie on the fly or change the color of your shoes. So my next question is like, how far do you see that being in the future? Like, how close are we to that reality?
0: Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's just around the corner in terms of the metaverse. For example, what well, we drive in metaverse, mm-hmm. and this is you're talking about in couple of years. And uh, that's why I say, you know, if we have a conversation in a couple of years, mm-hmm. you will be so proud to see that the, what I my vision of uh, mapping the real world to a virtual world of mm-hmm. leveraging AI. And then you will see that our Mika uh, metaverse will not be, empty, it's going to be filled and globally because we enable parallel, right, global. And then, you know, in the metaverse, you can do a lot of things. And all the uh, smart tech, I like could quote unquote smart technologies are, you know, is ready. It's all about how do you make it so affordable mm-hmm. it can drive to the mainstream. And that's what we always do, right? Not only technology it, it works but how do you make it affordable, hmm. and ease of use, and useful, right? The technology you build. Mm-hmm. So, so this is what we are uh, every day thinking along those lines. We're not just alone. We are talking about ecosystem, bringing all the talents together. And I'm very proud of the couple dozen of uh, hardware, software together in our ecosystem. You know, including. Our, my generation, my sons are driving the innovation. It's you know, as a, you know, not just me and my husband. So our next generation very disciplined, and they're driving in, tra- driving the leading technology. And so yeah. it's very
2: exciting. Well, it's it's very inspirational as well too. I mean, coming from your upbringing, and it kind of leads me to the, to the next question. I mean, you're very prideful of what you're doing. Rightfully so, and you're also very understanding and knowing that your sons are going to take your legacy and take it to the next level. So let's go back, like, like, what does your parents think about what you and your kids are doing? And it kind of leads me to think, were they entrepreneurs like you are today?
0: Oh yeah, my parents. I remember my obviously very proud, and you know, my mom's still alive. Unfortunately, my lovely father passed away a few years ago sadly um, my mom um, 87 years old and uh, uh, no uh, no 88 actually 88 years old and she is still positive and very very clear-minded and she often tell people that in, when she sleep and she smiles in her dream how proud She is. I have two older brothers. Also have their own, running their own public companies. So I I often tell people, my mom. I joke with my mom. I say, "Oh, your three kids are all on the street. (laughs) It's called a Wall Street." So, so she is. What she always focusing on is, how are we doing? You know, and I, you know, make sure healthy, make sure safe, safety and. That's exactly how I uh, now do the same thing with my children. I'm, my second son and his his wife uh, currently are traveling in Europe. And when I talk to them first, first thing or text them, please enjoy your trip, but please be safe, okay? You know, so that's because my mom always constantly, you know, uh, protecting children, make sure they're safe and this. In fact, the uh, two sons, I'm so proud of PhD, by the way, I'm surrounded with all PhDs. So my husband, PhD from UC Berkeley, mm-hmm. first son, second son, PhD from UC Berkeley. My first son's wife, Vina, PhD, a postdoc from Berkeley, and she is a professor at UC Santa Barbara. My second son, um, son's wife, a daughter-in-law, Heidi, and she... Has post, she got postdoc from USC and she so I'm I got bachelor's degree from UC Berkeley so I'm surrounded with all the PhD hmm. so they call me the street smart I say well it's a teamwork yeah
2: <laughs> I, I think that's definitely fascinating so I mean obviously with your kids you've instilled in them that education matters right but in your case like you stop at the bachelor's level so like my next question is like how much does education play in the role of entrepreneurism today
0: oh big deal education is a foundation mm-hmm. and I often tell uh people that uh you know, you have a thick books, backpacks, you know, that's what I do. That big pack running around Berkeley campus from South to North and others and libraries and computer center, Corey Hall. However, what you learn from school is not what you memorize from the book. It's the training. It's the discipline, right? It's the methodology, right? So, so, this is how I see it. So it's sort of like a building high-rise building. And I always tell people you build the solid foundation. Even today, maybe you're working on first couple stories, but make sure your foundation is the most important portion. If foundation is solid, today maybe two stories. Tomorrow maybe twenty. Hmm. Pretty soon you can get to the hundred stories. Why? Because the foundation. So education, upbringing, or family upbringing, environment, the education are the key. Oh, the third piece is the fundamental being a good person. Mm -hmm. All my ecosystem, before I find the entrepreneur, whether or not how smart they are, is how wonderful they are. Mm -hmm. They have to be decent people. They have to be wonderful people. And then, sure, if they're intelligent, if they're passionate about what they do, then great. If things we can help, hmm. perfect. Now, welcome to my ecosystem.
2: Wow. Wow. I think that, that's definitely a, a wonderful belief system, right, to have that intact. And it kind of leads me to, like... Earlier on, you had said that your days are 48 hours, right? Now, obviously, not everyone's days are 48 hours. So how do you currently, like, manage that with, like, your husband or with your kids? Are their days running on 48 hours as well?
0: Oh, yeah. my, You know, when when we were running our uh, Marvell and kids, you know, they are, you know, we have to juggle, right? We'd send them to... You know, all day school and make sure there's the education, there's mm. sports activity, and and then as they grow now, they have their own family, right? Mm. And uh, so my my husband and I, we are spending you know most of time now not only running our company that once we co-founded, also help ecosystem companies, mm. right? And so, but kids, I see because of I think uh, the discipline and all this. They are very driven. I see my both of my kids and then, you know, their wives and my, my. I call them daughters. You know, I'm so happy. I have two sons and after they are married and now I have two daughters, right? And uh, my first daughter, uh, very outstanding young professor at UC Santa Barbara, Barbara, very outstanding. Second daughter was a PhD in pharmaceutical. And because she focusing on, I think part of the reason she. Like to see how because of me, I did a semiconductor and focusing on helping my husband. So now she's helping my son Nicholas and running the semiconductor company and also support me for a meeting with uh, you know entrepreneurs and investing them and nurturing them. So I, I see this is a very uh, uh, a very happy kind of uh, event. Not only we see each other, spend time together, but actually we work together as a family team. And they are such great people. The two daughters, uh, not only they're beautiful, they're just like uh, beautiful at heart. You know, that's the most important. And I have a one very happy news to tell you today. Uh, this is I wear a lot of hoodies, but today this is my favorite one. If you notice, this is the, the Gucci tiger.
1: Hmm.
0: My second son and his wife, will have a baby tiger girl in January. It's the year of tiger. So everywhere I go, and my favorite hoodie is becoming this one. When I bought this one, I didn't know this. It was early this year. But then I heard the great news. I will be the proud grandma. I said, "This, this now this hoodie becomes my favorite hoodie now.
2: <laughs> well congratulations on yeah. giving birth to a, a next generation phd tiger in your family
0: for sure. <laughs> exactly i that's what i'm looking forward to it's so exciting especially it's a girl because i grew up with two brothers and then i have my me and my husband have two boys two sons and now a baby grand a girl a granddaughter this is just going to be so exciting
2: wow Wow, it's beautiful, beautiful. I think, I mean, you're you're such an elegant and and a beautiful individual. I mean, obviously, like your intellect kind of just it blows my mind. The fact that you're also so humble with it, but you're so big into education. So it kind of leads me to a question: like, what books have you read? That if you could select one book that you think every entrepreneur should have this book in their library, what would that book be? It's
0: called the Real Life Experience. Mm. I. I'm kind of person, I'm very extremely busy and I'm also kind of like a like to touch and the real world. So my so-called book is the life experience. It's the philosophy, the fair care and giving for giving and build entrepreneurship of experience and real life experience and including the basketball training. So these are my little so-called real-life Bibles that I carry and breathe every day.
2: Nice, nice. So, I mean, with that, I mean, obviously, I know you're very busy and you have all these different corporations that that you're currently managing with your husband, but have you ever thought about authoring a book, like something along the lines of from basketball to tech or kind of like telling your life story and things that you've done? Have you gotten to that road yet?
0: You know, I have many people... uh, from time on, early, from last uh, couple of decades, everybody is encouraging me to do some work. You know, I'm open-minded and uh, sure, you know, someday, yeah, uh, perhaps, uh, 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 you know, uh, we'll do one. But I, you know, I'm glad you brought up by so many people asked me about
2: this. Yeah, because I mean, I think you have so much to deliver and so much to give. I think it it will definitely be captured to like a female and a male audience. And again, you're going to deliver so much value that, you know, I could totally see someone running up to you and saying thank you once they read your book because you're going to deliver so much information to them. So, um, with that right let's say i'm an entrepreneur and again i think you, you and your husband are a great example of the hardware software left brain right brain and let's say I, i'm that person and i'm working with my spouse and we're we're running this company together what words of wisdom words of insight would you like them to hear from you that could help them get to the next level
0: sure mm. follow your dream believe in yourself and hard work is a must and must have a clear vision. And everything you do, and it's a teamwork.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, always prepare for tough road. Anything you do in your life is there's a good time and tough time. And this is why having a positive attitude, having the forwards that I breathing every day I experienced the fear and care and giving and forgiving, Because when you do business, make sure it's a win-win, whether or not it's family, business, friends, win-win, and make sure it's the fairness is a key. It runs the wrong way, very long, long way, and it is absolutely important for the long-term success and never shortcut. Everything we do every day is about long-term, prioritize the long-term success. What you do today, tomorrow is just a must. But heart at the right place will go a long way. And mm. I always, uh, you know, and also the pride. You, everything you do is a sense of pride.
2: Mm. Wow. I think, I mean, with that, I mean, yesterday I had made this post on on Facebook and, and I, I didn't allude that I was going to be interviewing you and I was just asking them, like, what kind of questions do they, they want to ask someone of your caliber? And the most common denominator question was, and I think was a fruitful question, I'm going to ask you is like, do you do mentorships? Do you have a mentor program?
0: Yeah. So for me, you know, um, I, right now I see the ecosystem. I'm helping all the real, uh, life and startup, some of even public company. I sit on public board also. So these are, in my opinion, is the real life mentorship is the best. Now, of course, the individual, uh, you know, I, uh, in the past, I helped uh, a few, you know, uh, oversee, you know, I think it was a fortune that, you uh, know, I think it was a fortune program. This was some years ago. They sent like uh, entrepreneurs from different countries and uh, they kind of shadow me and go to went to meeting with me and, you know, even I invite them to company and all different things. So I think these two are very helpful. But right now, I think every day I'm actually mentoring. I call mentoring, I like to add the word learning. Also for me, mm-hmm. also learning. Every day I'm learning. I, I'm sharing my experience with them. And whatever I see, solving problems, real time, real world, I'm also learning. So it's kind of like a bi-directional. Mm-hmm. And I think these are absolutely a very natural way of so-called a mentoring program is to help entrepreneur and driving for very successful
1: business. Hmm.
2: So, I mean, with that, I mean, let's say somebody wants to follow you on the internet and I mean, obviously like you're a very successful person and this may be the first time someone's hearing you like what social media platforms are you on? Like what website can they go to to get more information about you?
0: Oh, well, I am, because I'm so busy. And I will have my PR person maybe checking this. That would be great. Like a Mika. Mika has
2: someone like a link. Yeah, for me. Got That'll it. be great. Right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll put that in the, in the show notes. So yeah. that, that brings me to like the, the, the bonus question, right? And this is a very interesting bonus question for you, especially <laughs> if you could spend 24 hours with anyone, that person could be dead or alive. You get to spend 24 hours uninterrupted with them. Who would it be and why?
0: Oh, it, it would be my obviously lovely husband because uh, not only, you know, as you can see, we kind of like grow up together. I think school days started from elevator and also he is my partner, of course uh, uh, my love of the life. And we together have contributed in a big way and hopefully um, down the road that's why i'm passionate building intelligent metaverse i think it will continue to live together and contribute in the metaverse for a thousand years to come Mm
2: -hmm. wow so i mean with that i mean i think that that's definitely a fruitful answer and 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 i mean even when i was asking that that question i kind of figured that if nine out of ten times it'll be be your husband because again you guys have so much synergy in what you do um I got another question for you, right? I mean, where you are right now, people dream about getting to that level, but a lot of times on their journeys, they may miss the clues to realize that they're on that path to greatness. So my question is, is like, when did you realize that you were onto something special?
0: Well, actually, I got to say, when we the first company when we started Marvel at the kitchen table. Because of the foundation, the hopefulness and the encouragement, great upbringing from parents. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, at Gecko, my focus is always, we're going to be successful. Now, sometimes maybe a little naive, right? And in fact, when we started picking names, we said, we, we're going to build a wonderful company. Ah, what is the name of the company? Mm, Marvel, Marvelous. We're going to build a marvelous company, right? And that's where the Marvel and Marvel, my husband said, Oh, let's add the L, you know, Marvel, like the big company like Intel or Novell and all this. So you can see at the very beginning, I honestly, I never thought about that we're going to, yeah. the company going to be uh, not successful because mm-hmm. could be just I'm too positive and also a little innocent and naive and thinking the, the sky is blue, not only blue, and there's no clouds. You know, it's a sun shining. And, but I'm also practical. So all along, we're always so disciplined, working so hard, and make sure that the success from time to time will we build more and more successful company. Hmm. And we are also very responsible in terms of uh, not only hardworking and leveraging our intelligence and also teamwork, bringing additional talent together
2: to make that happen. Mhm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, another question that that came in from from like my group of people was and i think they they don't really understand um like how much you give back and i think because you're such a big educator and if i if I remember correct i read an article and you had donated like a building to to your college it was a, a particular center so i want to talk about like how do you essentially give back to your community and give back to education and, and and what are you doing in that in that sector
0: so you know uh my husband and i we we are very much uh, loving the education. We want to support the education system. And uh, what you, I think we, uh, for the Sutaj Day Hall at UC Berkeley, it was a team of dono, donors and including my family. And this is a very, uh, we're very proud. And our long-term is we'll continue to help education because our uh, effort is always focused on education side because you know, as you can see earlier, I talk about foundation. Uh, education is where I think, uh, well, long term to impact people for success in their life.
2: Wow, wow. So, I mean, with that, I mean, obviously, you're talking about education. You're talking about metaverse. You're talking about technology, software. hardware, we talking about all these different things? All these different tentacles? What is your life <laughs> mission?
0: Oh, sorry. I, I think I got cut off. But maybe the, oh, can you repeat the sentence? Sorry. I was saying, my, my like,
2: with, with all these different tentacles, and again, you're building this ecosystem. Yes. This ecosystem has all these different things going on, but they're all working together in unison, right? What is your mm-hmm. life mission? Like, why are you doing what you're doing?
0: Yeah. Because if you think about it, again, I look at the world of success is evolving and developing, right? And shaping, I look at. and the key is we have the right focusing of building the successful innovation, most innovative technology to impact the world as a whole. And and not only that, this key, you know, like the technology and this is not just for sake of a show, showing, oh, great, this is cool technology. It's actually practically Mm -hmm. and making happen for the people for better life, and for a better world hmm. right so it's in my opinion it's a moving target and then also one thing i always tell people is you everybody i believe should dream big okay mm-hmm. dream big and shoot for the moon but at the end of the day what matters is make sure they land it on earth hmm. right
2: yeah yeah that's, that's powerful powerful i mean i definitely want to say just thank you for taking the time out your schedule to to be here today i think it was just a wonderful experience for me personally and i think for the listeners of this podcast i think you delivered so much insight and so much value and again as someone of your caliber and to be as humble as you are it, it kind of gives us the aspect to where when you think about someone that's highly successful, you usually think that they had to step on someone to get there and you are the complete opposite. You are helping people, you are growing people, not only physically and financially, but mentally as well too. So I definitely, first of all, from entrepreneur to entrepreneur, I definitely want to say thank you for being who you are.
0: Well, thank you for your time and thank you for doing this great work and talking to entrepreneur like myself. But what you are doing is, making a huge impact to people because you are sharing the conversation experience and then it can help other people so you're part of the team i want to thank you as well such a pleasure
2: meeting you it's definitely a pleasure so in closing of my podcast i always like to give the opportunity to whoever i'm interviewing to become the host of my show and that way now you're the host you could interview me do you have any questions that you would like to ask me in closing
0: well i You know, I'm really so delighted to meet you. And I think rather than question, but I remember one of the ingredients is very straightforward. And I think you're extremely capable and positive. And the question you ask is going to really help entrepreneurs, help audience to understand how to make the life better. And it's not just one person, me or anybody else's. It's about team. It's about learning. It's about together. And you're driving this effort. is going to be very impact- impactful. I want to thank you for that. Very meaningful uh, work you're doing.
2: I definitely appreciate that, and, and, and again, I, I thank you. I mean, this episode, originally when we got on, got on the call, we were saying, we well, would we'll do about an hour, ends up being like hour, 45 <laughs> minutes, but I, I appreciate every second of every time that you deliver to us today, and I think by default, you live up to your title of being the smart connecting boss because that's what you're doing. You're highly intelligent, but you're really basing on the communication of global connection across the planet. And again, from, from my audience to you, thank you.
0: Thank you. Same here. Pleasure meeting you. Thank you for your time.
2: Great. S.A. Graham, over and out. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Boss Uncaged. I hope you got some helpful insight and clarity to the diverse approach on your journey to becoming an Uncaged trailblazer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast. If this podcast has helped you or you have any additional questions, reach out and let me know. Email me at ask at sagrant.com or drop me your thoughts via a call or text at 762 233 BOSS. That's 762 233 2677. I would love to hear from you. Remember, to become a boss in cage, you have to release your inner beast. S.A. Grant, signing off.
0: Listeners of Boss Uncaged are invited to download a free copy of our host, S.A. Grant's insightful ebook, Become an Uncaged Trailblazer. Learn how to release your primal success in 15 minutes a day. Download now at www.bossuncaged.com forward slash free book.